Quick <laughs> start. Oh, it was on. How the fuck do we want to intro this one? Uh, Satan. Yeah, we're a Satan Satanist podcast now. Yeah, we switched. It. We switched tracks again. Episode yeah. eight, Satanism. Dickass Satanism is what we're done with. I think people should have known from the start when the name was Dickass Podcast, <laughs> Satanist Podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. We should have. That's your fault for not thinking this. If you're uncomfortable, kill yourself. Yeah, <laughs> Satan will embrace you even if you kill yourself. Yeah, especially if you kill yourself. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we should acknowledge we might sound a little different though because hooray. We're in person this time. We're not doing it over fucking PlayStation voice voice parties. Yeah, I can see this nigga's ugly ass face in real time. He says <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, you can watch me break balls real time. About to be. Okay. Yeah, we were recording. This is a special episode of today. We're about to be. <laughs> no, <my God. laughs> Dude, I'm going to fly home early. He's about to leave. He's about to leave already. You can't say some shit like that. (laughs) What the fuck are we gonna do? Oh my god. Uh, I can't do this, bro. It feels weird with you being right here. I don't like this. I don't like seeing your face. I don't like (laughs) it. I don't like it. You don't look like you have any intellectual (laughs) talk. Just the way you look. No, that makes it sound worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess let's just get right into the to the to the meat of it. You mm-hmm. were doing the you were reading the book on stoicism, huh? Stoicism. Stoicism. Yeah, it's like racism. But stoic. Stoic. <laughs> Against stoic. Yes. Isn't it stoicism? Because there's stoics. Yes. Stoicism. No, it's stoicism. Stoicism? What is stoicism? I don't fucking know. That's just how... Shut up. Well, you want to explain it to people who don't know what it is? Okay. So, essentially, there are... Well, there aren't two types of people in this world. There are a lot of different kinds of fucking people in this world. But, there are those that... There are those that will go through tough trials and pain in their life, and they will curse everything around them. They will resent other people, resent themselves, and they complain. And then there's the other group of people who are, who accept and encourage challenge, and even in the face of things like, like even like a, like a family member, Uh they still, it's, it's, it gets a little weird when it gets to that point, like a family member dying, because even in the, even in the book I was reading, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, I'm I'm not like hardcore into this. I should establish that. I'm not like a You are not a stoic? No, I'm not. Even though some may disagree. 
but yeah, there were some things like even if uh, like a family member is passing or like your child dies or some shit, like remain calm. So like lines. the the whole idea of stoic being a stoic, right? Is correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've heard is that it's the idea of getting rid of emotion, kind of. It's like not not excluding it, but more maintaining it on a stricter level where you're staying calm, cool, exactly. and collected. Yeah. It's basically it's essentially the ultimate form of mastery over your mind. Mm-hmm. Because you're completely mastering emotions and in that sense you're also able to remove emotions from things more often. So Fucking crying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that compelling? <laughs> My eyes water all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. It's just your eyes water. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so, I'm so happy to hear about stuff. You're just so emotional. <laughs> I'm so emotional right now. <laughs> I guess that leads it to. Kind of the direction the conversation is, so I wanted to talk to you about it especially, because when I think of Stoic, when I wrote that in the podcast topics, I don't like Stoicism. Not exactly because it's like, oh, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. It's not like how much I hate the fucking the carnivore diet dudes, but... <laughs> rise and grind. The rise and grind. But I just don't really agree... With the general concept of trying to not feel your emotions. I understand that probably in the book the guy talks a lot about... Um, you you said it as mastering emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're not exactly cutting out emotions, you're just able to control them. Yeah. But I feel like people who hear about stoicism because... I think that's one of the biggest things, too, that something we could talk about was like... I don't like how nowadays people will hear one thing that they want to get onto and just start leading it in a completely oh, yeah. different route and then it starts growing like the 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 god awful things that have always happened is like fandoms of shows. And they start getting on like head cannons and like all of that My and then hero this academia. Huh, yeah, and they just start taking off. The worst one was when we talked about was Dream. Because he encouraged that, dude. He encouraged that awful takeoff. And it was just like, he pretty much hit that, okay, I'm going to have all the people who are stands here. And if you like my content at all, you're either, it was pretty much like, if you watched Dream, you were a stand or you were not a part of him at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't like how people take, they see something, you know, they'll see something like stoicism, right? Like, probably someone who's uninformed will see it and be like, oh, I'm going to just remove my emotions and just not worry about them at all. Yeah. And I think that's, I don't like that. It's no, it creates robots essentially. Yeah. That's, I haven't exactly, I'm not like a expert philosopher. I haven't completely picked apart, um, the ideas, the, like the entirety of the ideas behind it. But from the things that I would want to pick out of it, if there were any, it's like, the idea of like m- discipline essentially like disciplining yourself and 
maintaining your emotions so you aren't overreacting or anything like that. And it especially, um, not especially, but like, it also talks about, um, there was one part where it was uh, a man who, a man who succumbs to, I think, it's either desire or pleasure is more, is worse than a man who succumbs to anger. And it's, it's kind of like, it's like being able to not control desires, I guess, is also worse than than not being able to control your anger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... I guess that kind of leans in with me because... I think you remember, like, when we first became friends <laughs> on the PlayStation party, dude, I would get angry. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. I wanted to kill Caleb one time in Minecraft, dude. He would just not leave me alone. I was trying to build something in Minecraft. That was in, like, middle school. And he kept fucking with it. And, oh, my God, bro. Oh, my God. My mom was like, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you need to get out of the shed. <laughs> they, they locked me in the shed. That's a story. I don't think I've ever talked about that on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on my PlayStation, I'm known as Shed Boy because fucking my sister was pregnant and my mom was like, all right, you're too fucking loud. And we had a shed in the backyard and they moved the PlayStation to the shed in the backyard. And I played in there for like over a year. Through the winter and the summer, bro. Remember remember when I'd have to stop mid-match to go fill up the swamp cooler? Because yes. I was dying. <laughs> I can hear you throwing around the fucking steel stools and shit. Oh my god, they're the milk crates, bro. I would just throw them across the shed. That was the most fun I had, but that was the most returned to monkey I've ever been. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was good for the anger at all. It was not, but recently I've, I've definitely... I am someone who, I, I feel like I actually have really good control of my anger now. Mm-hmm. Like, there are the times on fighters, but I don't really care when it comes to fighters because I'm like, it's a game, it's no problem. Mm-hmm. But, like, before, people would make me so, like, when I was a kid, I'd get so irrationally angry, I'd, like, start crying or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just be so mad. And it was more, like, I would get mad and then I'd get more mad about not being able to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten to the point now where I can control where I'm, like... Someone really makes me mad. I've gone through enough trials in life where I realize it's not worth getting mad because things are just going to get worse because I feel like I'm, I'm a big believer in sometimes you need to be the person that just stops and realizes like even if they're wrong, there's no point in arguing. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten, I've honestly gotten very, very good at that. I've even yeah. had some problems. I, there is some problems with that, honestly. Like a lot of times... If I'm having problems in a relationship with a friend or something, and they are, they can get mad at me. This was recent. I'm not going to go too much into it, but I realized I was like, I need to start saying something because I was like, I'm more, I will change for people and I will be like, yeah, I got to readjust it. There's no point in getting angry. I got to realize sometimes I'm in the wrong. Yeah. That will change for people, but this one continued a little bit too much, and this is someone I actually really care about, and then it went a little too much that I had to start being like, hey, you realize, like, you can't just keep doing this. 
like, I know I might be in the wrong, but, like, you are also in the wrong, and you have to take that. Yeah. Like, I'm not just going to be the one who sits down all the time. So I feel like there is a balance to it that I'm still getting used to, but, again, I just don't like... I, I, I don't like the feeling of anger, but I don't think I could live without it, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, and... Um, that, what you were talking about, like, like, you getting to the point where you had to say something, mm-hmm. that's also kind of, there are, like, core values, obviously, that are, that go into stoicism, and it's pretty much honesty, integrity, and, like, discipline, and all that, and it's, I can get where it, where it lies in trying to, like, build the perfect human being, like a honest, like, trustworthy, likable person that, like, can be firm when needed, Uh and, and, um, called and that kind of thing like in in relationships or um just in interactions with people kind of not skating around things mm-hmm. and just realizing that you have to get straight to the point with them and you just have to confront things instead of just like pushing them down the line yeah i feel like a lot of people a lot of people nowadays might need to learn from that because I feel like some people struggle and then some people also take that too far. Because I oh, guess yeah. the the biggest thing in life is everything. It kind of feels like a like a to bring it to like an analogy or a metaphor, right? Like all of life, anything in life feels like a dance. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. where you have to find the perfect rhythm and. You can't, you have to be forward and straightforward and be confident enough, but you can't go too hard because then you're going to go off the rails. Yeah. You have to find like the balance. Like that was the same thing when we were at Top Golf today where it was like trying to teach you how to fucking swing the golf club. <laughs> like in my head, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, you have to have good enough form to be able to hit it, but then you have to weave in enough power to be able to launch it fucking far. Yeah. But if you do too much, then you just hit the floor and hurt your hands and the ball goes sky high. Exactly. But and that's... it. The book does talk a lot about, like, nature and harmony with nature. And that does seem like something that... Because nature is... Sorry, I want more natural light in this bitch. Okay. Nature is essentially a lot of balance. Like... Uh, like uh, the ecosystem is all balanced. Yeah, the whole thing. Like the way wildlife interact with each other, <clears throat> the way um, the earth kind of has has ways of like the earth. earth. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right fuck so, <laughs> I gotta say another thing too. I realized I was like, this is probably the most intellectual conversation we've had. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like ever since we decided, oh, we're gonna switch to philosophy. Like this is the most philosophical like conversation we have it hasn't been very long but i don't know what it is but it's like something about you sitting face to face like i respect your opinion a little more what? 
<laughs> no, not like a. I'm not. Damn, I'm not trying to say like. Oh, when we talking on PlayStation, I don't respect you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like, I mean like, damn, it's easier to have a, an intellectual conversation when we're sitting in a different environment. Like we're in my living room right now, just fucking talking. But like, on the PlayStation party, it'd just be like. Yeah. Damn, I'm gonna make fun of him. I'm gonna roast yeah, him for yeah. something. Uh-huh. Yeah, you realize the size difference, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but I can take you in a fight, right? Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> anyway it's it's not entirely different trying to achieve that balance, try, that harmony with nature, mm-hmm. because the issues that we face as humans can be attributed to either of the extremes like like uh like honesty or being straightforward some people take it too, too far oh yeah some people are too honest have you ever run into one of those have you ever been friends with one of those people i don't think so no oh my god some of those people are assholes like, like they're like honest but it's like yo you need to realize to shut the fuck up sometimes yeah <laughs> it's like it's like every Thing that you do that they don't like they will tell you straight to your face that there is something that I do not like about you that I think is bad about you something you could do to change it and then there are some people who will will just be like it's okay they're just they're just like punching bags essentially like yeah. you could see it in like an abusive relationship or something and I know those are a little more touchy because there could be like manipulation and such, but they'll just, they won't confront anything, really. Or it, just not not abusive, but just poor relationships. They don't, yeah, it's they're better. not really confronting. It's their... better in the sense of, like, a poor beginning relationship, because that kind of stuff does happen in, like, a a super serious abusive relationship. But if we're talking about that, then there's manipulation, yeah. also fear of danger. But, like... In beginning relationships, I feel like a lot of people... I actually don't... We don't have an age statistic, huh? For... Of, like, who actually listens to the fucking podcast. Yeah, no, it's not that serious. Yeah, I'm go- well, I think everyone can learn from it, though. It's like... There is, in the beginning there, you have to realize... Because I feel like a lot of people go through these stages, right? Where they get into one relationship, and either... Like, most people will be like, okay, I was the one being taken advantage of, and I wasn't speaking up for myself. Uh So the next relationship that they get into, they're like, I'm going to speak up for myself. But then they're like, they're on it about everything, and they're like, you need to change, you need to do this, you need to do that. Because I'm not changing, because last time I was in a, like, they become the manipulator. Yeah. And it's like, people have to realize the balance of, of getting there in the middle, where you have to... Uh, you have to be able to, this actually goes good into what I was thinking about. You have to be able to be humble enough to realize yeah. I need a change, but also stern enough to be like, sometimes you, the other person needs to change. Yeah, the balance. And that was, that was a big thing when I was, cause I was doing some research on stoicism where I got that original question was I was listening to a podcast. Um, I guess I should shout this podcast out cause I talk about them so much. Honestly, hold on. Give me a second. Let me find them. Where are they at? Oh, it's Philosophize This. I listen to them on Spotify. And that dude is the GOAT. 
he's insane. 30 minute episodes and he is he goes through multiple series and talks about everything. He'll he'll do like multiple episodes on a certain um like philosopher. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about neo stoicism. Neo stoicism. Which is stoicism mm-hmm. but neo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think neo means new, right? What does Neo mean? Uh, I couldn't fucking tell you. Because Neo, I Neo, I think new engine option, bro. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. I know that. Um, pretty much, it's another philosopher. I can't remember her name, but she did a critique on Stoicism, and there were some things that she believed needed to be changed. A couple of things that they talk about. One was um, compassion. Mm-hmm. That a lot of Stoics. What was the name of the book that you were reading? Uh, meditation. Mark, Marcus Aurelius. I think that they he has... An, I'm not sure. I believe the name sounds familiar. But a lot of Stoics have a negative opinion and some harsh words when it comes to compassion. Mm-hmm. And their idea when it comes to compassion is that you shouldn't be compassionate because you're looking down on another person is how they see it. Okay. Is how the, they see it as like... Compassion is bad because you're reaching your hand out to someone when they should be able to bring themselves up is kind of the thing. Which, I don't know exactly, but like, it sees it as like you're pitying them. But yeah. I, don't, I don't see that as the same thing. I think compassion is super important as humans. Yeah. Like, super important. I've, I've switched my thinking from that because I honestly think I used to be a Stoic without knowing what Stoicism is. Mm-hmm. I used to just try to be like, okay emotions i'm gonna control them i know what i'm doing i'm a logical rational person right like i was leaning heavily into that logical rational not leaning into emotional at all because i was like i'm done with emotions i'm gonna go do my own thing right mm-hmm. so i've always i've always been like that and recently i feel like i'm changing because i'm like no emotions kind of important yeah <laughs> and like human compassion is kind of important like helping others because i always used to be like I'm not going to help that person because they've never helped me. I'm done. Right? Like, I, I started to switch that. All the people that I've been helping. It was just because there was other, like, bad people in my life that yeah. I would help them and I would get nothing in return. And I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Mm-hmm. I should not help anyone unless I see any return in it. But now it's switching into might as well just help people, right? Like, just being a good, caring person. Like, kind of, because that's why I feel like I've been talking about religion on the podcast a little more. It's not because I want to find a religion, but because I like the the lessons that religion has, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Like, the morals that they create yeah. of just, like, being a good person. And I feel like nowadays a lot of people don't like religion, and I understand that because I didn't like religion when I was growing up. I was like, this shit is boring. God is boring. Yeah. <laughs> God needs to throw, like like elves and dwarves into that shit or something. Oh god, make it mythical or something. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, uh, it? It's mythical. I mean Yeah, but like mythical in a way that like Fantasy? No, like huh. uh you love God a lot. We're gonna test you by killing all your children and your goats. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like mythical and like I'm gonna send demons to go fuck you up to make sure you're still like that you still love God. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So God, every once in a while, just, like, will do, like, a blood moon or something. God has done 
Actually, that is probably the easiest way to explain the Bible is God every once in a while feels a little quirky and he wants to do a little something fun. So he like destroys half the population or fucking kills something because he's like, eh, the world, I don't like it. I'm going to redo it. No, build a big ass fucking boat and put two of every animal on it. We're going back to the incest. We're going to incest the pool again. (laughs) And then he just floods everything and he's like, all right, Noah, let's go set up your whole thing. And like Job, Job was like, God, I love you. And he was like. I don't know if I want to do that. I or I don't know if I want I trust you, so I'm just going to I'm just going to kill your family and your goats and you know, if you stay loyal then you can have a new family and new goats. <laughs> yeah, not the same one though. Not, not the same, same one. one. Yeah. No, the kids gone. No, yeah. Your kids? You're not getting them back. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> but at least you love God. At least you love God. You were saying something um, I got off track, but I was definitely talking about Neosoicism and how compassion, I think compassion is important. Yeah. Um, you you speak, you speak, you speak. Okay. 13th Amendment gave you right, gave you freedoms to speak. And use okay. it again. All right, bro. Um, that like, wasn't, that wasn't racist. That was pride. Though, Wait. Uh, pride? What? That's history, baby. Okay, whatever. Um, about compassion, yeah. And, like, just helping people, and even though they're not helping you in return. But I think um, that, just helping people in general, without, like, getting anything in return, that can lead to, I guess, being taken advantage of. It's better to continue to help people that appreciate it people that genuinely like appreciate your help are the ones that are actually worth helping yeah it's the idea of like not letting those people who are bad apples get to you you have to realize like hey this person's taking advantage of me but i still have to i shouldn't just let that change my opinion i should still go and help people yeah it's a big thing and one of the things um in the book was talking about being um uh, i guess tripping on the exact word, but I suppose humble uh, enough to accept help and to appreciate that help. And being able to um, appreciate someone's help is, I guess, key in understanding fuck am I trying to say? God damn. <laughs> it's a lot harder, huh? Like, I felt like when we were doing history, it was like, oh, I got notes. I got something yeah. I can fall back on if we fall out of it. But it's like, oh, my brain, no work, my brain. It's all the McDonald's and Starbucks we've had this this trip, huh? Yeah, I just have to flow like water right now. Um, okay. Fuck that. What? What? Huh? He's big and black. He will okay, take no, you. Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh wait, no. I I should explain that one. I was singing "Big Dick Randy" by Dig Bars. I don't want people. What people's just gonna be me here? He's big and black. He will take you and then stop. <laughs> oh, God. it's just an observation. <laughs> 
Dude, that was so funny when we walked into the Walmart and we had walked in and the beepers beeped at you like you had stolen something. <laughs> but <laughs> um, being able to appreciate help is just as important as actually helping. Yeah, because I feel like some people can't. Some people, some people do see getting help as like, you're taking pity on me, you're seeing me as less, I don't need your help, I'm gonna go do it myself. And I will say, uh, I'm gonna like dive a little, dive a little back, dive further back a little. I definitely have had that problem, I don't know if, well yeah, it's a problem, for a pretty long time, and... I'm stretching. What? That was not stretching. <laughs> that was not stretching. What was wrong with it, bro? This dude is fucking throwing it back. Yeah, about to hit that fucking. Okay. Um. Sorry, I had to actually. I had actually had to stand up. It was too much. I was like, my legs are. But I can't. I really can't uh, explain to you how often. I've had my family describe me as just, like, stoic, and I don't know if... They, they probably think it, but they haven't said it before, but, like, unfeeling, almost. I, I think, if we want to talk about this, 100%, we have our own little group. I feel like me, Alex, Caleb all kind of think that sometimes. Like, it's no offense to you. Because you've always been a very private person. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just you in general. And I feel like as the boys have gotten older, we've all kind of gotten a little closer. Like, mm-hmm. I can come home and, like, talk to you about, you know, fucking some random shit that had happened, like, emotionally-wise, right? Yeah. Like, trust you emotionally enough. I trust you emotionally enough with that information that you're not going to, like, betray me or anything. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's always, I bet if we asked them, and it always has seemed as, you don't really, like, show it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if we talk about um, a recent event, not a recent event, but over maybe this year of where you disappeared for a while, and, and then you come back, yeah. and it was like, oh, like, all of us were like, is he okay? Like, our immediate thought was like, he's not going to tell us. That's why even when you started to tell me about it, I was like, I'm going to take it very slow because, you know, I don't want to intrude on that. But I would see like, I don't think it's that you're very unemotional and stoic. I feel like you're just very, you're a closed person, I guess. You don't like to share too much in general. I obviously feel things. Yeah. Like, I'm not like a (laughs) psychopath. Yeah. But I... It's not very easy to show it. Like, I probably, a lot of people who have done any kind of activity with me have seen it a lot. I could be having literally, like, the time of my life, and my face is just like a fucking blank stare. Yeah, how are you at, how are you at Top Golf today? Did you think that was fun? It was fun. Yeah. It was fun, but you were like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the thousand yard stare just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just blank and even 
even when something... Oh, let's go. My visual bits are working this time. I don't think if you know this, but when we're doing the podcast, I'm doing shit like that where I'm facial emotions oh, and fucking talking about <laughs> <my hands. laughs> There's no one who can see me. <laughs> but, um, sorry, I completely interrupted you and I had no idea what the fuck you were saying. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but, like, it's, it's like that with, I guess, every single one of my emotions, like sadness, or, like, even when I'm angry, it's just, it's not showing up. Can I just, like, silently see you <laughs> like especially i guess that one i know that one for sure because when we're playing games like i'll be watching you play elden ring and you're fighting melania and you're like just quiet uh, just, just stop talking <laughs> no words you're not talking and then the one word that comes in your mouth i'm just losing a crazy frog right now <laughs> and then and then just quiet again and then i just hear like in the background just like ring ding 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 <laughs> get what you mean and i don't i don't think that you're like uh that you're i understand that you're not like it's not that you're not an emotional person and like what is it called is it a sociopath which one is it that they can't they don't feel emotions and they're super narcissistic you're not that i think psychopath is that a psychopath is psychopath and sociopath the same thing no 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 no, there's a difference i think psychopaths are Fuck, hold on. Uh, well, right. but, like, I think people understand what I'm trying to say. It's like, yeah. you're not, you're not, like, an unfeeling emotion. You do feel the emotions, you just don't, ex- you're not an expressive person, I guess. Uh, ring, ding, 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 ding. Uh, okay. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. And it does, it does relate back to what we were talking about, like, I really struggle with like just accepting help uh-huh. because I don't like kind of opening myself up to assistance and like over the years like um, my family will ask me like oh do you want something for your birthday I'll be like no not really or they ask me if I want anything I'm like no and people, like, offer me food. I, my first instinct is to decline. Yeah. I just... I remember that the first time I was in Phoenix with my dad and uh, Timmy. Mm-hmm. When we were down there, and I remember that they were, like, paying for everything. Like, you felt... It looked like you were a little uncomfortable I, yeah. with them being like, oh, yeah, no problem. Sign it off. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's how they are. They like to take people out. But I could, I could tell immediately that I was like... This specific thing, he's a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I just, I, it's hard to accept uh, people doing uh, things to help me, or just doing things for me in general. But <laughs> in that same vein, I tend to have no problem doing things for people. Dying which, on the street, ambulance pulls up. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. fine. I can walk. I can walk. I can walk. <laughs> Little good guts spilling out. I'm, I'm okay. You guys have better things to get to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, over the years, it has definitely gotten a little bit worse. I was staring at the sun. Oh, it has gotten... Or not a little bit worse. It has gotten worse in recent years, but better this year. In recent years, it got to its peak, 
and then you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm kind of you. It got you hit that like stock market drop where it hit its peak, and now it's going down, right? Yeah, like this year it started to go down. Uh huh. And um. <clears throat> kind of more able to understand better just I guess opening up more Mm -hmm. and not being a like a fucking wall sometimes that's how it is you'll just be telling me something and I'm just yeah 100% there's only been a few times where I feel like in the like, in the party chat specifically, I guess, where you have opened up and talked about something that was, like, personal, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I dude, honestly, I, we could tell from the start because of the way that you enveloped your way into the group, which is a, a hilarious story, bro, because you just joined, said nothing. <laughs> you, they, you didn't talk for the first day. I don't even think we got a message. You just joined in and you were just listening. And then I remember it was all because Caleb was like, I was like, who is this dude? Like, how did he get into the party? We were like, <laughs> how is he here? And then Caleb was like, yo, you know what Smite is? The start of the downfall. You know what, you know what Smite is? You should Pirate. download Smite. Let's go. <laughs> and you downloaded it. <laughs> and then, then we played Smite all together. We were like, yo, this dude's kind of good. And then the next day, I remember I'd left, I'd come back, you were in the party again with Caleb, and you were talking in a Russian accent. <laughs> and you had only talked in a Russian accent for, what, what was it, like two, three days? Yeah, it was a while. It was a while. It was a couple of days. And then you just switched. And then it was like, okay, this dude's here now. You want to play COD Zombies? And then you, were, you became part of the group. And it was just like that. Like, you had just appeared. And then, what? Like... Even then, we already knew. I was like, oh, wait, this dude did not even want us to know what his voice sounded like for, like, five days. Dude, I didn't even... I, I think it took, like, three years for me to even know how old you were and what grade you were in. Which oh, yeah. was something, like, that everyone else in the party was like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, starting this school year, you know what I mean? My birthday's this day. You were just... You were, like... You were, like, the NPC that was just always in the party and just, like, let's play something. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I'm pretty sure for a while you guys thought I was, like, in the same grade. Yes. Until I broke it that, no, I'm, I'm a year under. <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, yeah, I'm in eighth grade. And we were like, huh? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I remember. I remember being absolutely shocked. The one we didn't even know, it took us a minute to just be like, oh, he's... He is of African descent. <laughs> we didn't even know, bro. Yeah, you guys just thought I was like an emo white kid. A hundred percent I thought you were an emo white kid. A hundred percent I thought you were an emo white kid. I can definitely hear it, though, whenever I listen to myself, like, in those previous, or not in those previous, in those past, like, voice recordings. Uh-huh. Or, like, videos with the with the party chat on, and I hear myself, I'm like, dude. This sounds bad. This <laughs> sounds Where bad. Where are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. Accurate. That was, I just played an actual quip, clip from the party chats back in yeah. what, 2016. That was me. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. I could not go back to those times. I'm like thinking about like the old like fucking freshman year. Like... <laughs> 
party chat. Like, what what year was it? Graduated 2021? Fucking 2016, 2017, bro. Yeah, I think it was like 2018. That was awful. That was fucking awful. Well, (laughs) that's the good thing about growth and... The progression of time. Oh, we Shit were cannot go backwards. I, I think it's actually kind of crazy because I didn't think stoicism would relate to both of us this much in the fact that like I felt like I was becoming a stoic and now I'm switching and your people think you are a stoic but you're like no that's not me I'm yeah. just I just don't like the bro is actually built like an obsidian wall. <laughs> <laughs> the sound just it reflects back so well. Yeah, yeah. You know what we have to actually do? You know what I was thinking about? Uh-huh. Um, if, if, I, I, I honestly kind of wanted to talk to, like, about the podcast. Because one thing that pisses me off, right? I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. One thing that fucking pisses me off is I used to listen to these podcasts. And I was like, yo, these are sick. They have their sponsorships that they would read in, like, the middle of an episode. And that was it. Now, it's, like, actual commercial ads Three times, three to four times throughout the episode. An hour-long episode, I get 15 minutes in, and I have to listen to two minutes of ads, and it's unskippable. Why do I even pay for Spotify Premium? You're going to put ads into the podcast episode. I'm like, what the fuck? You ruined the whole flow of the conversation for an ad. I'm like, what the hell? So, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know if I'd ever want us to do that, even if we got a lot of people... I think I think staying humble is important. And even if we got a lot of people who were listening to the podcast, they'd be like, some fucking Ford wanted to run an ad that we didn't Ford. talk. Ford? A ma- oh, I don't know why I said Ford. I think I it was just looking at some vehicles. But, you know, oh. like I was thinking like typical commercials, you know what I mean? Where they pay an actor to yeah. read it off. And it's like, you know, the BK. Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends? No. Will we take a raid sponsor? Would you take a raid sponsorship? No. I wouldn't take a raid sponsorship. No. I, tried, I tried playing that game. Mad. But the immersion is the one of the more important parts about discussing philosophical topics. Just also, it's like the flow of the conversation, because that's the big thing about why I like doing the podcast with you, is like it feels like the conversation never comes to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. Like we're always just able to keep it going. And I would hate for that to be something. And I don't know. I hope I hope a lot of people listen to this. Even though I, personally, I say some scary things where I could be annihilated by the public. <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, I don't know. I, I, I think it would be kind of cool. You know what I mean? Imagine. Mm-hmm. What if we did a live show, Edward? Huh? A live show? Yeah, what if we did a live show? I don't know if I could do a live show. You gonna do a live show? Oh know. my god, bro! What if I <laughs> just slip up, say something extremely racist on accident in the live show, and just, that's it? That's done. It's done. It's over. Your Honor, I literally didn't even say it. I I literally did not say that. They are lying, Your Honor. Gaslight, gaslight, <laughs> gaslight. Girl boss, manipulate. Hell yeah, let's go. Gatekeep. You forgot gatekeep. Is it gaslight gatekeep, girl boss? Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. Oh, no, it's it's mansplain manipulate, uh, what is it? I'm not sure. Manspread, mansplain, manipulate? Is that what it is? I don't know. 
I don't understand our generation, I'm gonna be honest, Gen Z. Did you have you seen that? No, you haven't, because you're not on social media. There's beef going on between Gen Z and millennials right now. I'm not surprised. Yeah, honestly. They're like fighting. They're like, Gen Z's so weird, and then millen- and then Gen Z being like, millennials fucking suck. <laughs> Is that all they're saying? <laughs> Pretty much. I've seen some really cringy ass videos on TikTok of what they of what Gen Z has been calling millennial core. Millennial core. Millennial core. They call it millennial core, which, by the way, Gen Z, cringe. That's a cringe ass name. Calling it millennial core. Like, what is it? Like, cottage core? But <laughs> there's all these cores now. Cottage core? Kind of cool. I'm going to be honest. Cottage core is kind of cool. It's like the whole vibe of, like, little cottage fantasy house kind of thing. Uh huh. But millennial core. It's like, have you seen that, that like, Oh my god, they're on the cringe videos everywhere, but it's like the... A look, I want you to go to YouTube Shorts right now, look up Spooky Spooky Haircut. Huh? Go to YouTube, look up Spooky Spooky Haircut. I want to see if we can get your live reaction on this video, dude. Okay. Let me see. Let me see. Is that it? No? No. Wait, 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 wait. There it is. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's what? I'm scared of what this guy's gonna say. Okay. So you saw that, right? Yes. Very cringy video. I want you to guess how old that person was. You're genuine when you first see them. What do you, how you, how old do you think that person is? Like 32. They're, they're like 30 years old. They are 30 years <laughs> old. And they are jumping in front of the screen going, spooky, spooky haircut. And this is part of the... That is labeled as millennial core. Yeah. Even though cringy shit isn't limited to one generation. It's not, but millennial core is seen as cringe. I guess they, it would be seen as more embarrassing because, I guess, like... Uh, no, they take that with pride. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're like, this is, this is funny. Oh. Like, saying, like, I think one lady said, like, because I'm a 38-year-old infant, it's a very vine... It's what? a very Vine humor, you know what I mean? Like, make a funny face and laugh, you know what I mean? Like, the fucking... You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You remember old school Vine videos? Yes. Yeah, imagine that, but now TikTok formula with 30-year-olds. 30, 30 that's, that's, that's millennial core. Okay. And then they'll go and be like... I'm at, remember when Gen Z ate Tide Pods? When, by the way, there was only 26 cases of people eating Tide Pods in the world. There was only 26 cases. 26. 26, because we're not stupid. People thought that all of the Gen Zs were eating Tide Pods, that we were like, mm, this is our favorite snack. I'm going to be honest, though, if someone made a snack that had the texture and consistency of a Tide Pod, I'd eat it. It's like a cream puff. That. <laughs> but 
make it plastic? Yeah. <laughs> make it plastic? Not exactly plastic, but give it that. I want it to pop. I want it to bust in my mouth. And you're just gonna like, yeah, yeah, except big, uh huh, yeah, big and circular, yeah, and filled with cream, <laughs> yeah, stop explaining. This. <laughs> I, I, I hope, I hope someone who listens to this relates, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope but, someone can relate to me wanting big balls to bust in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> Bro, I had to do the black person run away while laughing. I had to hit that. I had to that. Oh my god, bro. How long have we been recording for? How long is this? It's like four. It's like four, at least four minutes? It's like at least four minutes. Oh, goddamn, I shocked myself. What the fuck? Dumbass. What the fuck? It's my phone not charging. You'll fall. You'll fall. Okay. Let's take a break from that. Oh, do we want to do something fun? I wanted to do something I, fun while we were here. I was. I don't know how much. We probably still have like a good amount of time. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Timmy, Timmy will text us before she comes here. Right. And if we, then we'll just pause the episode. We can record the second half later if we wanted to. Right. Oh yeah, this will probably be an extra long episode or two episodes. Yeah, it'll be like a mishmash. Because uh, this is the only time. Well, I don't know. You can fly for free. I can't breathe, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> I need to take a second. <sighs> 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 Okay, you're down here until tomorrow, Yeah. but we wanted to do, like, an, a special episode, I guess. Yeah. And then, um, because I don't know when the next time I'll see you in person is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Lord, bro. Oh, my God. I cannot breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, we were talking, I was looking for some, uh, quotes that I pulled. Oh, from, from Stoicism? From the Sto- book. Stoic- Stoicism? Stoicism? Yes. Sto- yes. Sto- Just think of, every time I say Stoicism, I think of the, the emoji you send me, that is the, the stone face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I think that is the most accurate representation of what you look like. Hold on, I think I've, I think I've gotten that before. Has someone told you that before? I think I've definitely gotten that before. 
and <laughs> it kind of made sense to be honest. <laughs> you use it so often whenever you text that I'm just like, oh yeah, that's just Edward's face. It feels like you're sending a selfie whenever you send it by itself and it pops up all big on the screen. Yeah. And if anyone's wondering exactly what I'm talking about, the Easter the Easter Island heads, like that if, if you want to know what Edward looks like, just just look at the picture of the Easter Island heads and that's what he looks like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think I could. Or the, the statues at La Vienta. La. La. Never mind. That's that's a, that's a. Never mind. Never mind. What were the quotes you had? So let's move on. The city state. <laughs> the city. <laughs> yes, La Vienta. You know, it, they have actual heads there, because I forget what the name of the civilization was called. Uh, the, Olmecs. The old mechs, they oh, they were the first to do like a form of soccer. They had a big rubber ball that they'd hit with their heads, and they wore helmets. And they have statues of these players. And you remember how in Civ Six, if you're the suzerain of that city state, you can build the heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Levant? Yeah, it's Levant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have like the wide heads. Yeah, they have that. No, because you're more of a. Yeah, just throw, it's literally just throw the Easter Island heads and then throw an afro on it. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Alright, I do, I do have one. The one that I did, that I did like, and kind of somewhat relates to the fucking, uh, you having a stroke? No, I'm fine. Did you forget how to drink water? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It is... Slowly Damn. I, I fucking... Just look at your phone. Yeah. I was, I was, like, why did I turn it off when I can't remember what the show is? Bro acted like he was giving a school presentation where he's got to look up at the class before he says something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's, it's mid-sentence, so it sounds a little funky, but... Uh. To stand up straight, not straightened. And that shit. He's, you, I think you explained that one to me where for yourself to stand up straight and for someone else, someone, you, someone else shouldn't straighten you. You should be able to straighten yourself, right? Yeah. I like that one actually. I, it feels, because I think that's exactly where they come into the idea of that they don't like compassion. Yeah. Because they're, you should straighten yourself. Which is definitely a good idea, but then maybe the gym bros are going to take that and be like, straighten <laughs> yourself, bro. Yeah, but it's... <clears throat> it's like... Because... Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Yep. Watch the shit. There's another one I sent you. Uh-huh. Beforehand. Yeah. And it is, everyone gets one life. Yours is almost used up, and instead of treating yourself with respect, you have entrusted your own happiness to the souls of others. And I think where that compassion thing comes from is, like the, the I hate caring about people <laughs> thing, <laughs> is like... Because their idea goes both ways, is that... Because it's supposed to be a positive focus towards self, isn't it? The yeah. whole idea of stoic, stoicism is 
you are what is important and you should focus the positive energy towards yourself. It's like a, it's just controlling. Yeah. Yourself, balancing yourself. And you shouldn't, and the idea that is that it's hard enough to balance yourself that you shouldn't worry about balancing other people out, that everyone should, it's the idea of everyone else should be able to balance themselves out, and if they're not able to do that, then they're not worth being there. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is kind of, in theory, in my head, yes, that makes sense. And that is exactly how I used to be, Mm -hmm. is I used to focus, I'm... Me, 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 me. Ape strong apart. Ape strong by self. But I've become more ape strong together. Yes. Yeah. And I think it makes sense to not, to not, because those quotes kind of go together. Like, to not entrust your happiness to others and to be willing to straighten yourself instead of just leave yourself in the hands of someone else. You know what I think is the biggest thing about us being able to do philosophy now? Hmm. Is definitely like... Because I feel like I've always... The idea of switching the podcast to philosophy always felt like a... Because I had started getting into more philosophy and started thinking more about life in general, this podcast kind of feels like a... Sort of like a live journal with an audience, right? Mm-hmm. Where... Me and you are studying more things that interest us, but about life. Yeah. And, like, learning our way through life. Because both me and you are still, honestly, very, very young. Like, yes, uh, honestly, a good bit of our life has been lived already. Which, another thing people are probably going to take our word with less conviction, because we're so young. But we are working our way... To figuring life out, you know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like this, the podcast is a journey to both help us figure our way through life and hopefully help others. That's the biggest thing, I think, that I want this podcast to do. Because yeah. I hope someone can see this. And even if my negative opinions on stoicism is bad, I think other people, if well-educated enough, should try things. Yeah, it's it's not like it's not like just because something is there, you have to have the entirety of it. You can pick and choose. The the point of um, having free thought and free will is so you're not just completely enslaved by one school of thought. You're able to take what you need. Take... Damn, what the fuck? How do I structure that sentence? I, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have free thought. So, and because as, I think that's another thing. People, as people, we like to separate things into groups. Mm-hmm. And we like to feel like, if I'm a part of this group, I need to be full a part of this group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why in school there's jocks, there's nerds, there's the emo kids, there's band kids. People feel like I need to be part of that group. But I don't feel like it needs to be like that. Like, <laughs> you can... System. Huh? The two party system. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't need to exactly be like that. Like the best analogy is like you could be a jock, right? Mm-hmm. But also, so what if you were like, ah, I'm a little bit done with football. I'm gonna still be friends with the football kids, but I'm gonna go play band for a little bit. I'm done with band. I'm gonna go join the computer kids, learn programming or something, right? Like you don't need to envelop yourself 
as the group's personality. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people try to do that where they don't understand who they are quite yet. So they decide to just jump into, I'm going to be this. Right? And I've always, since I was a kid, I had a problem with that. I, I didn't like when people... This is a super sensitive, not a super sensitive topic, but I feel like a lot of people can understand this. In middle school, there were those kids who were like, I'm depressed and I'm suicidal. And they would say it, but, but it was because they wanted attention and mm-hmm. they felt like they were like outcasts and they had to fall into a group that they could fit in with. Yeah. And that was the group that they could fit in with because it was always the other people that I was friends with who were actually like, hey, are you okay? Because they don't talk about it. Yeah. That is anyone who has had depression before knows that it's not something that you're just going to go and like free willingly talk about the first person you see, you know, you're not going to be like, Hey, I'm super sad. And I want to like jump off a building. Like yeah. you're not going to just go tell anyone that it's, it's very hard to just realize even that you're at that point. So I know I never liked when people were like, I like football. So I'm going to go be a full-time sports player my whole life and I'm going to hate everything that is not football. Yeah. Like I feel like people need to do more things to realize who they are instead of just joining a group and making that group their personality. Exactly. And that is I feel like that's a huge problem with people nowadays. I'm like even if you're part of that now where you're the mentality of I'm a part of that group. I'm a JROTC kid. <laughs> I need to go. I need to talk to my sergeant. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. Right? Like, you don't need to be like that. Like, if that's what you like, yes, that's fine. But I feel like people need to realize sometimes maybe they're making it their personality because they don't know what their personality is. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. No one knows immediately what their personality is. No one knows who they are right away. Like, uh, this this advice goes mainly out to people who are still in high school or getting out of high school. Because even even by the time you're getting out of high school, I feel like a lot of people still don't even know who they are. Yeah, because they're kind of getting out of a... They're just barely getting out of a system where that there is, are groups, I guess, it, that just naturally form. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, too, is people are like, I'm 18, I'm an adult. No, you're 18. In my eyes, an 18-year-old, even though I'm 20, you're still a fucking child at that point. You yeah. still, like... You only lived 18 years. Like, you might be book smart. You have no wisdom. You probably don't know who you are. It's hard to get to that point to figure out who you are. So I think it's big for people to experiment and figure out who they are. My, I'm very proud of my little brother, Damien, because of that. He, he is part of wrestling. He's part of band. He's trying to learn how to play the guitar trying to learn how to play the drums and sometimes it seems like he's doing a lot but i feel like he is trying to he's not associating himself with a group he's trying to figure out who he is yeah you know and it definitely is leaning into a more music side but he's not just like a i'm just a band kid i play the saxophone that's what i like to do he's like no i'm gonna go try they have a jazz band he wants to go try the jazz band and even though the first thing he played was saxophone, he's like, I want to get a drum set. I want to learn how to play that. I want a guitar. I want to learn how to play that. Mm-hmm. Now he's asking him this Christmas for a bass. By the way, spoiled. 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 <laughs> a guitar, drum, bass, sax. And you wrestle. You do all that. Dude, when I was a kid, I got one choice. I got one choice. And if I didn't like it, too bad. Right. Gotta finish the season up. <laughs> <laughs> they already paid. They gotta get their money's worth. Right? But like... Like, yeah, I, I'm proud of him for that, for being able to experiment 
with who he is. I feel like that's so, so, so important. So people who are listening to this and you're like, hey, I kind of like the ideas of stoicism because I'm, I think this conversation went really well with me disagreeing on some of the things with stoicism and saying what I didn't like about what they focus on. Mm -hmm. But you also did a really good job of explaining why they, why, because I could frame them hating compassion as that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. They hate compassion. You shouldn't follow them because they hate compassion. They hate when you help other people. They don't want you to help other people. Ah, They hate (laughs) help. But you put it in like, no, they don't exactly hate about helping other people. They just say, don't focus on compassion because you should be able to rise. You should be able to stand up straight yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's important. I think definitely because I don't think I don't, I disagree with stoicism, Yeah, but I don't think it's a bad thing at all, actually. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with the entirety of it. There are obviously some things where I'm kind of unsure about that. I'm not entirely for, but there are still some things that I would love to take out of it that are just useful in lessons. Yeah. In life. Yeah. And that, it's like the same thing if you don't like the temple of Satan, the satanic temple, you can take one of the... <laughs> yeah. Always, we're, we're going to relate back to the satanic temple every episode. Because they're kind of spitting. To be honest. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Wait, no. <laughs> I, dude, should I tell that story about how I terrified my teacher? Yeah. Oh my God, bro. Okay, so we're talking about... We're in history, and we're talking about the Civil War, and I think he was bringing up how how divided they were in the Civil... Uh, same thing. He was still talking about how divided they were in the Civil War and how now we're getting more divided. And I was seeing it as, like, you know, he's pointing out the, the, like the certain sides. Like, some sides are... They have more religion. Like, if we're to put people into groups, right, conservatives are very Christian, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of conservatives are also very Christian. So I was like, huh, I wonder what the opposite of that is. And I feel like the very liberal side of it is the satanic temple Mm -hmm. because they are the satanic temple's whole thing is kind of fighting against that whole indoctrination of religion that they themselves are a religion. So they're able to get into there to fight against it, to be like our religion is scientific Yeah, is their whole thing, which there are parts about that that I agree with and disagree with. Like, I don't think it's a good idea to just be like, all religion is bad. But I do think it's a good idea to stop other people who may not know. Same reason. You may believe in something, but I feel like freedom of religion is a big thing. You should experiment, and you should figure out what religion you believe in. If you believe in one, then try them all. But um, I was bringing that up. I was like, oh, yeah, there is this satanic temple. I wanted to bring it up in class. And I was like, this is super cool. This is something I did research about. And I remember one time I told my history teacher about the new Exorcist movie, and he was like, I hate, like, spirits and stuff. He was like, I believe in that. He was like, I don't, I don't fuck with any of that, right? Yeah. He got very creepy. So I brought up the Satanic Temple, and I could see he was like, uh, uh. And then I brought it up, and I was like, yeah. And then one other girl across the room raised her hand, and she was like, yeah, I did some other research into this, too. They're trying to build one here, and... Here in New Mexico, and then the, and then another kid from across the room was like, "I did research on the Satanic Temple too," and I was like, "Yo, dude, he was so he was so scared. <laughs> he was so uncomfortable. He was like, oh my god, are they gonna indoctrinate me?'" <laughs> like, no. They called him Satan. Yeah, it was so funny. It was so funny. 
What else can we get into? I feel like we went and, over stoic isn't really well. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, I even... Huh? <laughs> I keep interrupting you. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was just something I was, I was thinking about uh, saying. Uh. Um, that even there, you can see, like... What? The bottle clicking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're good, you're good. Um, even, like, in... The religion, like, finding out what works for you. like if Because there are some people who will understand that there are some bad things about religion, but they still want to follow it. And they still want, like, something, I guess, concrete that they can... Which is not bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a way to live. Exactly. <clears throat> like, a, like something to live by. And there are some people who just can't get behind it. They want to feel like they have the liberty... And so they, they just religion isn't for them. Mm-hmm. And I guess you could really sum up this entire episode in like, like a short paragraph, pretty uh-huh. much. You can do that with fucking anything. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that you could summarize anything? What? <laughs> what? Oh my god! Holy this is so shit! New. <laughs> But yeah, what can you summarize it into? Essentially, you are not defined. What? I thought you were going to say, you are not special. (laughs) (laughs) You are worthless. (laughs) But you are not defined by, by your group? You are not defined by your group. You have a choice. Oh, you always have a choice and you have the freedom to live the exact way that you want to live. There are 8 billion plus people on the planet. And if you dive into your own head and think of all of your innermost thoughts, those 8 billion plus other people are just as complex and they a lot of them still don't know exactly what they are and what they want because one of the hardest things about being a human is one of the cores of philosophy finding out what it means to be a human yeah (laughs) and what it means to be yourself Damn, this is a turn for this podcast. That was the most intellectual conversation we have ever had. That actually had a goal. We stayed on track. We got off a little bit, but we stayed on track, and we had a summarization of the topic at the end. <laughs> like, damn. I think that was that's kind of like the idea of what we were talking about. Well, how you summarized it is like people should, even though you might not label yourself a philosopher, you should do philosophy. You yeah. should try to kind of become a philosopher, to understand the philosophy of your own individual life. And... Why'd you spark at me like that? Oh, I was <laughs> thinking, like, flow like water ain't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you could think of yourself as, I guess, um, water. <laughs> water in a, uh, what is it, water... And every single 
person on this earth exists in their own unique glass. container. Yeah, their own unique glass. Is the is that's what Bruce Lee said. Is it? Yeah, he said something about like water water flows, you can put water in any glass and it'll take the shape of the glass. Yeah. yeah. And that is interesting. And that glass or that container does not have to stay the same way. And people cannot control what shape that your container will be. Mm -hmm. You have to decide for yourself from your own experiences and just let the water flow. Ooh, philosophy. Ah! (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. All right. um, Now do we want to do the funny thing? Do we want to make fun of people on Reddit? Yeah. Do we want to make fun of... Whoa, we're going to make fun of people on Reddit. Woo. Yeah. Can I pause this and then resume it? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pause it really quick. I don't know. Can you? Let's yeah. see. Well, that's not the pause button. God damn it. But that, but that stop it? Alright, we resumed. We're back. I don't know how the hell that cut's gonna sound. It's gonna sound fucking atrocious. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. I'm gonna have to fix it in post. But we are, we've got the screen mirroring on. We've got Reddit pulled up. I don't know if this is gonna be one episode or if I'm gonna split this into two. How many of these are we gonna do? Like one or two? Let's just let's just see. I don't know how much we're gonna do. I don't have an idea, but we we pulled up "Am I the Asshole" on Reddit, and this just sounds fun to do. So, let me read the title for for everyone at home. This one is "Am I the Asshole for Fat Shaming My Roommate Because She Wouldn't Stop Talking About How Fat America Is." <laughs> All right, you go ahead and read it. All right, I. 25-year-old female, am an American who has been living in London for about six months now. My roommate, B, 23-year-old female, has been nice for the most part, and I've even come to enjoy her company. My only issue is that she is always taking jabs at America. To clarify, I don't think America is above criticism, and I have no problem shooting shit from time to time. Mm -hmm. When I first met her, I would laugh along and didn't feel any type of way about it. However, it's become too frequent, and as time has gone on, I've started to notice an obnoxious air of superiority every time she does this, which really makes me feel like it's not all in good fun anymore. She'll even refuse to believe me if I correct her when she says something untrue, i.e. when she said, when she said Americans are all so stupid because all of your tests are multiple choice, and I told her that wasn't true. She insisted the schools I went to must be different from most schools in America. I've tried to go along with it, as I don't want to be an overly sensitive person, but it's start, starting to get on my nerves. All of my frustrations came to a head last night when she started talking about how disgusting it was that America is so fat, a topic I've heard her talk about many times. I was in a bad mood. I still tried my best to ignore her, but she just kept going. I've always had to bite my tongue when she talks about America's obesity epidemic because B is overweight herself. I finally snapped and stopped biting my tongue and said, don't you think this is a little ironic? She gave me a confused look and asked why she would think that. Wait a moment. Don't you think this is a little ironic? She gave me a confused look and asked why... Probably why I would think that. To which I replied, 
Well, I'm an American, and I'm a lot thinner than you. This conversation would make more sense if you were the thin one. She absolutely exploded and told me I had no right to make comments about her body. After that, she locked herself up in her room, and now she refuses to talk to me. I made some beef stew for dinner tonight as a peace offering. <laughs> Food as a peace offering? Bro. <laughs> oh my, read the room. What <laughs> the But she still won't acknowledge my presence. I do feel bad about hurting her feelings, but I also feel like she shouldn't dish it out. If she can't take it? (laughs) She shouldn't dish it out, bro. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, bro. She said, here's a peace offering, fat bitch. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay. Let's clarify, body shaming is not good. Me and you are lifters. I don't think I would be happy if I saw anyone body shaming another person at the gym. I'm, I'd be body shaming myself sometimes. Yeah, yeah, only yourself. But that that's so funny. Um, the, the beefs, dude. Oh, my <laughs> God. All right. So. I, I, I 100% think she's not the asshole and she shouldn't feel bad. Yeah. If you... I don't know what she would really expect, uh, she being the <coughs> larger one. Uh, <laughs> the elephant in the someone of a certain nationality and then you proceed to on a consistent basis insult that nationality that nationality do you think they're just going to continuously put up with it (laughs) we can relate this back to us i can make all of the racist jokes the jokes Uh uh, to you yeah but that would be like if you called me like a cracker and i got mad uh, you like you can't say that you can't what? say that <laughs> what how what? dare you how dare you like no like if you call me a honky or something you know what I mean like I'm gonna laugh that's funny like I you have to be able to if you're gonna make jokes like that because I I am a person that thinks like a dark humor and making fun of other people as a joke like making fun of groups as a joke making fun of other countries people something like that right as jokes is funny. Uh-huh. Right? But it's only funny if, like, everyone's doing it. Yeah, and, if, and if you understand finds it funny. And you understand that that's no harm, right? Like, because obviously she was doing it where she was making jokes on, on like, Americans. And the lady who was there was laughing with her. Yeah. And was like, yeah, that's funny. And then there was other times where she says something that's objectively wrong, which I can see as well when you're insulting or when you're saying something when you're trying to convince people that something is fact like if i said as a joke god that's so scary to say joke joke example like if i said all black people were like stupid because they lived in poor neighborhoods or something like Mm -hmm. that's not true but if i was trying to convince you oh no this is fact this is like 100 percent fact like no then you're getting to a point where it's like okay that's racist yeah (laughs) that's racist (laughs) like no but 
she's getting to that and then also denying the fact of being like she was like no i'm i'm from the u.s like not all of our tests are multiple choice and she was like you must have went to a different one like you didn't even you haven't even lived yeah. in the u.s when you saw that online and you were like that's a hundred percent fact and how like, the fuck do multiple choices make you stupid it doesn't. You have to pick the right fucking answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but I also feel like, like, long-worded questions, you can bullshit easier. Yeah. Because you could just say whatever the hell you want, and if it's close enough, they'll be like, yeah. Yeah, sounds right. It sounds right. But, like, <laughs> like, like, it would be as if, like, let's say the most, one of the most common British insults would be like like uh <laughs> they got like no dental care yeah their, their teeth look like fucking like an isosceles triangle or some they shit the isosceles <laughs> triangle but they looking like x equals y plus b <laughs> <laughs> but um like if the person you're like telling that too is like <laughs> yeah that shit's funny no. but then it's not really and it, i mean it's kind of kind of true but it's not it's not true it's not it's generally it makes sense it's a general stereotype that is used as a joke yeah and it sounds funny yeah, and it's just funny, but, like, there are British people who have, might have big teeth, but their teeth are straight, you know what yeah, I mean? they got better teeth than me. Probably. But, yeah. But, <clears throat> if you're in this American woman's shoes, and you're just, you're witness, or you're the audience of all of these jokes that are essentially getting to the point of slander, and you're like... Bro. Honestly, my opinion is she was taking the back shots long enough that she had to start dishing them out. And the other oh. lady put in What? <laughs> what? The other lady couldn't deal with them, right? It's the same thing we were talking about where sometimes you gotta re-dish it out. I'm just labeling it in the form of back shots. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> and I mean, she did say it and like, she did kind of like snap back in a, uh, kind of like joking low, way. Low key way. Like, isn't that a little like, ironic? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and people like that who, I, I think the main idea of getting into it is people who can dish out jokes, but can't take them like immediately. If you're joking with me all the time and I say one joke to you and you're like, what the hell, man? And then I'm like, I don't want to even associate myself with you. Yeah, you have to notice when someone is getting like more uncomfortable with the, the quote, jokes that you're making. Yeah, and, and it's like, especially like that, especially when you are the one making other person uncomfortable and then out of nowhere that person makes one joke that makes you slightly uncomfortable, you're like, I hate you, you're the worst. Like, no, you started it, kind of. Yeah. Like, if you didn't... I bet if she didn't do that in the first place, that girl would have never made that joke. 
That girl would have never made the comment if she didn't feel like she was like, okay, I need to, you know. What does the top comment say? I'm curious. Um, uh, Britain has one of the worst obesity rates in Europe. Uh, <laughs> that's the top one. That's it? Yeah. That's it. What you said was obviously mean, but also really funny from a European perspective. The irony is so strong because most EU members considered UK to be kind of arrogant and self-centered, and she was exactly that. Oh, yeah, that's kind of funny. Honestly, British people are a little bit arrogant. Like, bro, beans and toast? You conquered half of the world for seasonings, and you're going to eat beans? I know! And you don't eat none of it. Exactly. None of it. All of that control you had in fucking India... India with literally all of the spices. And you'd be seasoning your beans with fucking like the air mixture in the atmosphere. <laughs> How the fuck does that make sense? We're gonna add a little bit of a little bit of my specialty. I'm gonna go take some sewer water. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of British hate on this podcast, there's been a lot of British hate on this podcast. What's the well, what's another one? Let's find another one. Historic hate. It's historic hate. Honestly, though, but like, how do you conquer? They conquered half the world, and then they were like, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't do this. We should just like release them all, right?" And like, British has done some good things, but it's also like British people. Really, you're gonna conquer half the world? And like, I remember seeing these videos as well, where like a British person was like, "I'm from Bournemouth or whatever some stupid town name was," and Birmingham. someone. Some American was like, oh, is that close to London? And they're like, no, it's not close to London at all. Like, they were like, no, it's not. Like, you're stupid. You should understand our maps, right? And it's like, it's like we know that LA is not close to New York. How can't you understand that Farmington is not close to London? And then another British guy came on and he was like, all right, I'm about to defend the Americans. Like, he was like, a British person is defending the Americans. He was like, Birmingham is two hours away from London. He was like, in the U.S., you can drive in Texas for 11 hours in a straight line and still be in Texas. (laughs) So they were like, yes, to an American two hours away, not a very long distance. And in all honesty, no. Like, for you, what? Dude, two hours from my house gets me to like a fucking national forest that's still in Arizona. Yeah, that's still in Arizona. (laughs) Here, I... Gets me to Tucson, bro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go to another big city. Like, two hours here, okay, you know, three more of those and I'm in a different... I'm in the next big city. The next closest big city. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what the hell? And and, I'm like, uh, yes, that is close. Because I would would personally say, like, if someone asked me, is Washington... Or is, is like, Boston close to New York? Mm -hmm. I would be like, yeah, it's it's pretty close. They're on the East Coast. But if someone was like, is Seattle close to Austin, Texas? Like, no. Like, that's not close. Not at all. (laughs) But in the same regions, you know what I mean? Dallas is close to Austin. Uh, I would count Albuquerque as close. uh, Albuquerque close to Arizona is a little bit. Six hours. Uh, Six hours is a commute. That's pretty close. Yeah, that's not that hard to get to. Like, you know. A commute. Albuquerque, Denver, Arizona, all of those. Yeah, like it's not that hot. it's not that bad. Those That's were cities. Arizona's the state. I think if you can get to somewhere <laughs> driving in the U.S., if you can get there in one day, 
in one day of driving time, I mean like 12 hours at most, mm-hmm. right? That's close. Yeah. That's, that's close. close. But if it takes you multiple days of a road trip to get somewhere, it's not close. Is it two hours? Two hours. Like, you could take a day trip down to London. It's not that bad. Meanwhile, in the UK, they're like fucking sweating, heaving, like, <clears throat> I have to see my family, but <clears throat> they're 45 minutes away. <laughs> I can't, like, bro, my, I have to go visit my mom, and she lives from my house. It's like an hour drive. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, yeah, I gotta, gotta go see my mom. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's in one city. One <laughs> city. And they're like, 45 minutes? I don't have 45 minutes oh, out of my... heavens. Oh, no. That doesn't give me enough time to go get baked beans at the store. <laughs> <laughs> but back to talking about. Never mind. I'm not gonna say. Did anything. you find a new one? No, no, no. I was gonna uh. get back to our our. Um... <laughs> Fucking conclusion. Uh huh. Our conclusion. Maybe the beef stew was a little. Um, was I, a... That seemed that seemed actually nice. I feel like she was like, yeah, I made you. I know it's kind of that's ironic, it, right? It like she's like, funny. "Oh, here's some more food. <laughs> here, yeah. badass, here's some beef stew." Yeah, like I know you don't need it, but it's here in case you want it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, I think that is genuinely a nice thing. I think cooking for someone is a nice thing to do. Yeah, and I feel like honestly, it's a little bit more rude if someone cooks for you and you don't eat it. I'm gonna be honest. She yeah. didn't eat that beef stew. I don't care how big you are. You didn't eat that beef stew. You're a, You're a bitch. bitch. You're a bitch. Yeah, yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> I, I do not think that she was the asshole in no, this she, scenario. She, she was, was not. She was definitely mean. She's just a patriot. It's a pa- God bless America. America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. She was just standing up for her, her people. And I I got I got that part too where she was like I'm not one who hates criticism of America because goddamn we need some criticism. Yeah. But like yeah. Sometimes 100%. it goes too far. A hundred percent. It's like all right now you're just calling like people stupid when like when it gets to the point where you're calling the people. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds. No, <laughs> like I don't know. There, the, it's hard to find that line. You know what I mean? But when it starts to get to. A, when it starts to get to a point where you're arrogant about something and you think you're better than someone because of these stereotypes yeah. is when it becomes bad. That's what it is. She started to be like, I'm British. I'm just better than Americans. And I'm going to start talking shit on Americans. Not just, I'm going to make jokes about Americans because I have an American roommate. Remember when we were talking about people being in certain groups <laughs> and identifying people based on those groups. It's almost like we shouldn't really do that. That's crazy. That is what? wild. All right, let's find the next one. Let's find the next one. All right. How about... Good, good, good. Let's just start reading titles out. Let's just start reading titles? No, I got this. I got this. Watch this shit. Okay. Uh... Let's see. All right. Right here. This sounds decent. Uh, am I the asshole for not paying my nephew's hospital bill? And uh, this one's a little bit lengthy. Uh-huh. They have four kids. I have four kids. 
Alexis, 15, Lucas, 12, Ronnie, 11, and Allie, 8. I give a shit. <laughs> I don't care about what their fucking names are. Well, it helps bring them up in the story. Okay. Alexis has a lot of health issues. We've been in and out of hospital, out of the hospital for months. Something important to know is that Alexis has a pick line, a big take-home IV, and is getting blood thinner injections every day, so we do have needles and vials around the house. She also occasionally gets pain meds through her pick line. My sister has two kids, Andrew, 12, and Alyssa, 9. She brought them to the house to play with my kids not too long ago. Alexis had a minor procedure a couple days ago before they, a couple of days before they came. I was showing my sister a video of Alexis at the house right after the procedure. She was still very high and it was hilarious. <laughs> okay, she's fine with me showing family these videos. Andrew came into the kitchen, heard the video, and asked what it was. I said that I was just showing his mom a video of Alexis after she got some pain meds. A few hours later, the kids were grabbing a snack and Andrew took the container with needles and vials of the blood thinner out of the pantry. He asked what it is, and I said it is Alexis' medicine. He probably thinks he's fucking hilarious. I can kind of see where this is going. My sister and I left to take our dogs for a walk, and I wanted to get a snack out of the pantry when we came back. I noticed Alexis's medicine box was moved, so I looked at it, and one of the blood thinner vials was a lot more empty than before, and a needle slash syringe was missing. Sister and I interrogated all of the kids, and we found out Andrew gave himself a high dose of the blood thinner because he thought it was her pain meds, and he wanted to get high. My sister rushed Andrew to the hospital and he stayed overnight. Now she's sending me the hospital bill because I was the one that left the medicine where he could get it. I'm refusing to pay because if my 11 and 12 year old boys and 8 year old girl know not to touch other people's medicine, her 12 year old should be able to see a vial and a syringe and not drug himself. She's threatening to sue and I really don't want to go the legal route with this. Am I the asshole for not paying the hospital bills? Um, you know, that's kind of hard. Not exactly. I do have a stance on it. Yeah. I definitely think, damn, it's bad you left it. I, there was at one point when you said, oh, it's his fault because he left it in the reach of the the kid. Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm also thinking about it. This kid is 12. 12 years old, you're not incompetent. Yeah. You're not like stupid right like even if he put it somewhere maybe like he could have locked it away but i think he's also probably not locking it away because it's medicine for his daughter that he needs easy access to you know he's probably accessing it a lot so i don't think he would have to lock it away but definitely the kid's reaction to i would have wanted to get high honestly tells me that kid was just being stupid. Yeah. And I think, yes, it is, an, is, it is an unfortunate event that is like, ooh, you know, they are a kid. Maybe they didn't know better, right? They didn't know what it was. But I don't think, I definitely think that the, is it the sister? The sister. Whoever is suing, yeah, whoever is threatening is to sue, sister. that they're an asshole. They're yeah. an asshole. Yeah. 100%. You, that is not his fault because your kid did not know. Because your kid injected themselves with medicine. Okay. I think... Alright. It's kind of... Hmm. Okay, so... She's obviously the asshole for... I don't know if that's Henry. No, I think that's something like that's delivery. Like... I definitely think she's an asshole for suing, 
but it's a little trickier when it comes to like it being her fault that he decided to like touch the meds or get his hands on them or whatever because that is starting to get into the teenage years 12 Mm -hmm. and it kind of gets to the point where they're like uh fuck you buddy i don't really care what you're saying (laughs) so it's not like they listen to lessons very well and also there could be like a need for attention because right when i saw that like her medicine was like easily accessible and like she was getting high and it was funny I knew that one of these little fuckers is gonna try to do that. Like I could also be funny. I I feel like this is different though. The reason that I disagree with it is because it's not just Oh, this is a pill. I'm gonna you know Mm. what I mean? Oh, I accidentally left pills there. Some kid thinks it's candy. I think when I was twelve, right, Mm. I could still understand the difference between, like, what drugs were and what medicine was and when not... You know what I mean? When you're 12, you know, oh, I'm not supposed to go around eating bugs or glue anymore. But to go to the lengths of getting an empty syringe and medicine, filling the syringe up, injecting yourself with said medicine, Mm -hmm. that is much further than... Oh, this is just a funny little accident. Yeah. That kid had multiple steps to think through what he was doing before he did what he did. Yeah. And I I would personally say that's a failure on the parent. Because mm-hmm. did uh, like what morals does your kid have that they believe it's okay to just inject themselves with pain medication because they wanted to get high? I mean, yeah, that does make sense because... <clears throat> I mean, the the sister very obviously doesn't take responsibility because if it was a a parental failure, she obviously failed to notice that Uh and instead was like, it's, that's definitely, that's definitely what it is. She just doesn't know how to take responsibility for her own children and raising them correctly. So instead she's just pinning the blame on someone else. Yeah, and she's thinking, like, there's no way that my child would do this normally. Yeah. So it has to be his fault. Exactly. But I think when you break it down, like, it would be a little bit, it would be a little bit more easy to debate if it was, these are pills. Mm-hmm. Right? You left the pills out, pills are very easy to take. A syringe and, and a bottle of fluid is not easy to take, especially as a kid when you have to stab yourself yeah. with something. Like, even if it was, like, oh, it's going to be pain meds, I'm going to be, you know, this is going to be funny. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't think any kid would be going through that length. I think that kid was probably exposed to some other things and was, like, being high is cool. I want to be high. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go be high. And, I don't know, away from that, back to, like, the the posters um side of it like it does make sense for the the medicine to be accessible obviously because mm. like that's something your child kind of is depending on and yeah. yeah it's kind of tough 
I mean, having your own children to also account for the children of others. And I guess you kind of do have to take precautions in that sense, but maybe there was like the assumption that, you know, I trust my sister, hopefully she's, you know, a decent parent, but she kind of, I'm not sure what there, uh, they kind of thought they could just, you know, kind of just trust the fact that the children aren't like fucking primates especially 12 especially 12 years old i would i would say the fact that being 12 years old like my youngest brother is 13 like i don't think he would do something that stupid Mm -hmm. like unless he had the intent to be like oh i i want to be high because that would be cool like you're in middle school at that point you're at least seventh grade Mm -hmm. like you have intent right yeah instead of like a like a like a four-year-old who's like what the fuck is going on and just sees that shit and it's not i don't think it would be either something as well like i feel like some people could argue as well maybe he was feeling left out and he also wanted to be the center of the tension Mm -hmm. and be funny yeah but he like while they were gone that's when he decided to go and do it Mm -hmm. like if if it was a kid looking for attention they'd want an audience yeah and especially the audience of the people who were laughing, which was the parents, I don't think that... He had an intent for hiding, and also he would have said something about it because it wasn't until they interrogated the kids, like, where is this? Like, this is dangerous. It probably wasn't until they said, this is not this is not pain meds, this is blood thinner, you could die, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't until that came out that the kid was like, I was doing it to try to get high. It, he was trying to hide it until the fact came out that he was in danger, I think. So I think that's why it puts it as your kid is in the wrong and you as a parent. I couldn't. I guess I couldn't exactly say they are a parental failure, but I think it is a parental failure to hold it against your own sibling, honestly. Because it wasn't like... I guess the other thing, too, both of them left the house. Yeah. They both willingly left kids unattended, right? Mm -hmm. Which I don't think, again, makes that person accountable because they also had decided, I'm going to leave my kids with... They made the mental choice, I'm going to leave my kids without any supervision. Because then you, at that point, they both felt like they could trust their kids. Yeah. Which at that point, it was not... if, If the... The person who was writing the story, if they were left with the kids to watch the kids, and then the kid got a hold of the medicine and injected himself, then yes, that is their fault because they were not watching the kids well. Mm -hmm. But if they both leave, I feel like that becomes a, you made the decision that you could trust your kids by themselves. The one parent was like, I know for sure I can trust my three kids by themselves, but your two two kids, one of them, couldn't be trusted by themselves. Which, I think that skews it a little bit. Definitely. I think that... I mean, even if one of them was there, that it's not like there are... That's five kids to keep an eye on. It's... You good? Yeah. Okay. There are five kids to keep an eye on, and, like, it's kind of like, let's say you're babysitting... I don't know, like, like three kids, for example, uh-huh. you, 
feel like you have to keep more of your attention on the younger ones. Uh. You feel like you're able to trust the older ones to not do absolutely horrendously stupid shit. So you can put more of your focus on keeping the younger ones who you expect to do horrendously stupid shit from doing horrendously stupid shit. I think that's the objective fact is the 12 year old did something that was horrendously fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That like, you're dumb. Yeah. You're dumb. Honestly, you know what? Fuck that 12 year old kid. Exactly. I hate that kid. Exactly. I'll hate that kid until the day I die. If you're listening to this kid, you're dumb. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) You fucking moron. Ruining lives. Ruining your own life. You should have died. No, okay. <laughs> do we want to do another one? Oh, well, how long is this? What is our conclusion? Oh, on that? Oh, yeah, that person's not the asshole. I don't think that person's the asshole. They are not. No, the sister is just not very good at taking responsibility as a parent. Yes. Yes, exactly. I don't think... They don't become the other person as the asshole because they're asking for money. The only time where it makes sense for you to not be entirely responsible as a parent is if something happens to them that was not, like, something that they were doing, or maybe it could have been something over there, I don't know, but if they're left in the care of someone that's supposed to be paying attention to them like if like if something happens at school or like a babysitter uh-huh yeah then and that then, person is responsible yeah then that person who's supposed to be like like watching over your child they are responsible for what happens to them. and i guess also if it was something like maybe they weren't able to pay the bill right just ask hey do you think you can help me right that's different than just being like you need to pay this because this happened yeah and, like, even threatening legal action. Yeah. Now you're just looking for money. It's... Oh. You even, like... You even like your sister? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Alright, we, we want to do another one? We want to try to find another quick one. Another quick, quick one? Funny one. Alright, All right, I guess it doesn't have to be too quick. We still have, like, 20 minutes, honestly, bro. Alright. Am I the asshole for calling my girlfriend a bitch for lying about an emergency to test my commitment? No, fuck that bitch. Wait, what is it? What was it again? <laughs> I didn't even read it yet. Sorry, what was the what was the name? What was the title again? That wasn't paying attention. Am I the asshole for calling my girlfriend a bitch for lying about an emergency to test my commitment? Ooh. Um, my girlfriend, uh, twenty nine, female, Andrea, and I, twenty nine, male. Have been together for a few months now. Everything had gone smoothly until yesterday when she pulled a ridiculous stunt. She called me late at night to say she's ha- she's seriously injured having slash having panic attacks and that no one else is with her as her parents are out, which was true. They were out. She said that she's also got some chest pain and she thinks that she's dying and that she's in a really bad state and can hardly breathe. She was heaving while she spoke. She begged me to help her, said that she's already called 911, but she also wanted me to let me know. And I was shocked. I took my car to rush to her house, and it was only after reaching... the fuck? And it was only after reaching that I found out that she was joking about it. She met me joyfully and said that she only wanted to see how committed I am during an emergency, as that's an essential part of a relationship or something. I lost my temper and asked her what the fuck her problem was. She said that she was just testing me, and I got pissed off. I called her a fucking bitch. 
and told her that I did not deserve to be treated like trash and made use of like that. She was crying by saying that she only wanted to check whether I'm a good fit and that I overreacted. I left the house immediately and haven't talked to her since. She's been texting me, but I just ignored her. Am I the asshole? Fuck you, you fucking bitch. Yeah. That's a funny ass way, way to read that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay, so to break it down, she was like, I'm gonna test this commitment. I. I. That one's kind of hard because if we do cheat there's the cheating commitment test that people talk about right Mm -hmm. that i think is a little weird in the first place you're gonna pay someone to go flirt with your boyfriend to see if they'll cheat on you okay well yeah like that's a different one yeah that's a different where i think both sides are wrong exactly yeah Yeah. but in this one as well i think this does kind of fit as both sides are wrong as well but i feel like he's more in the right you know what i mean like joking about potential like like, real danger. Real danger, especially, like, I, that's five months, everything had been going well. Like, around that point, he's probably like, you know, I want to be able to take care of this person, you know what I mean? And especially trying, saying, like, oh, I'm gonna die, and then joy, joyfully being like, oh, I'm here. Like, no. Putting a person in that panic situation, like, oh, fuck, are they okay? Just to be like, I was just testing your commitment. Like... Why are you even testing me in that way yeah. in the first place? Like, one, it, it comes up with the idea of, one, do you not trust me? That's immediately what I think. If someone did that to me, I would be like, so you're testing me, so you don't trust me. Yeah. Like, the whole, like, you don't trust that I would be there for you. Mm-hmm. And, like, yes, I am here. I passed your stupid test, but... Was it worth it? <laughs> or why are you joking like that? Yeah. Now I can't trust you because you lied. What if it's the actual... It's like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to relate this to the boy who cried wolf. His reaction is definitely overdone. He should communicate with her again and be like, listen, don't ever do that again. I feel like it does make sense in that emotionally active state. Like, dude, what the fuck is yeah. your problem? Yeah. But he should he should be like, okay, we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I don't think his reaction of, I'm not going to talk to you, you know, maybe calling her a bitch in the moment was warranted, but like, you know, it might, you might apologize for that. Mm -hmm. But I definitely do think like, you know, false, false life-threatening emergencies, it's not a good Never. Never. Literally never. (laughs) Like... It's because in that situation, that's like, not, it's not exactly life or death, but putting someone into that panic state, like, I bet you've experienced it, that like absolute panic, like, holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. Yes. Like, it's not pleasant Mm-mm. at all, especially when it's someone you care about. Yeah. And I think, I, I, I think they're not the asshole. I don't think they're the asshole, but I definitely think that they should still talk to the person. Yeah, I don't... Oh, wait, no. There was an update. There was an update. I forgot. I saw that at the beginning. After talking to her about it, I have decided to give her a second chance. She's apologized a lot and promised to never do it again. I'd be more careful, of course, and I won't be trusting her blindly, but I have thought that I'd give her one chance, especially since she's shown herself to be regretful. So, her doing that did 
make it so it's harder for him to trust her. Yeah, and that that's just objective fact. If someone, if, yeah, if if someone, it's like the idea of, if someone actively lies to you about doing something and then later they tell you, okay, I lied. Mm-hmm. Immediately, even if before you trusted that person fully, and even if after they were like, this is the one time I've done that, I'm sorry, I won't ever do it again. You immediately lose trust yeah. because it's like you lied once before. How do I know you're not gonna lie again? Yeah, and that is the that is the biggest thing. It's like even that alone, they're not afraid to lie. I feel like lying nowadays is kind of underwhelmed. Like lying should be taken a little bit more seriously. I don't think it's a good thing because people are like, oh, white lies to protect someone's feelings, and that does come into play sometimes. But that's different from lying completely especially i don't even like it when someone does it to, i was lying to protect your feelings like like it kind of just who are you to warrant what i can feel it's it's like um it's kind of being like convinced that you aren't strong enough as a person to handle in every sense it's insulting i think yeah it is because it's like you First, you didn't tell me. I trusted you before. You didn't tell me. You actively lied to me. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it because you thought I wasn't strong enough for something. Or, like, the idea as well as, like, maybe you're lying because you didn't want to hurt my feelings. Or is it, are you using that as an excuse because you're lying because you didn't want me to be angry at you? Yeah. That's what that is. It's like, yeah... It might be something bad, but if that's what you're thinking, then obvious. I don't know. I I don't like lying in general. I used to lie a lot. I don't, I don't lie no. Yeah, it's it's just in this situation, it's a trust issue, and the trust issues are coming from her, and I do not think that this fella in this certain scenario is the asshole. This fellow, yes, he might have overreacted by calling her a fucking bitch, but it was funny. It, it was to read it, uh, probably not to hear it though. It would have been funny if I was there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, you're telling me that wouldn't be funny? Oh fuck, they're gonna die, and we go over, and I just hear my friend, you right? bitch, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Do you know how much gas costs? You fucking hoe. <laughs> I called 911 here too. The ambulance are probably on the way. You know how much an ambulance ride costs, bitch? I ain't paying for that shit. You know how much moonshine I'm gonna have to sell? Oh my god. Oh my god. You know what? Fuck you. And then just leave. Yeah, exactly. And then drive the 45 minutes back to your house. So 45 minutes in your F-150 pickup truck. (laughs) Bitch, I swear to God, if I see your brother Jerry pull up to my house, I'm going to call the police. I don't want to hear nothing from you, bitch. (laughs) Don't call my landline. I already told my mama to not answer the phone. All of my my brothers, they're not going to listen to you either. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you. That is, yeah, that is her fault entirely. Your mom, who's my aunt. You're, you're, huh? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. This, 
already told mama to ground you for doing that shit to me. Dude. Yo. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. All right. Yeah. All right. We've been going for one hour and a lot of minutes. And a lot of minutes? Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's like. Oh my fucking God. Yeah, what's your problem? I don't know. Alright, anyway. (laughs) I do feel like uh, we did uh, manage to have one of our more intellectual conversations across all of our podcasts in this one. And um, we did maybe discuss some things that could be helpful or relatable to people that are experiencing uh similar like confusing situations and dealing with who they are and then we also did have the a little uh part at the end this little more light-hearted kind of part kind of kind of of. (laughs) it was still very intellectual conversations you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like the base of human interactions and all that. And I, I guess uh, let us let us know how you like that because I wanted to try it. I wanted to see how it was to do a little bit of Reddit stuff. Wow, we timed it perfectly. Timber just pulled up. Damn. But yeah, let us know how that goes. Thank you, everyone, and uh, let's sign off with the uh, fuck you, Britain. Sayonara, nigga.